the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. CNN, MSNBC. Pick a propaganda network known as the mainstream media. There are five times as amount of reporters as so-called protesters, although I never understood what the hell they're protesting. What the hell are you protesting? This is about a kid who shot Marxists, Antifa members. Protesters is, is not the right word. They were there to wreak, cause havoc. I, I have to tell you, I thought for sure yesterday, as we did not come to a conclusion, that the fix was in and that the uh, deliberation was not going to be the outcome that I personally had hoped for. I thought the kid should have never been charged. In fact, there's a, there's a little known law out there that only people like myself would know. See, I am not a lawyer. However, I have been a suspect and a defendant once or twice. And the reality is when people go to, to businesses, to uh, any kind of function, to create a problem, I don't, I don't know why this hasn't been talked about. I was discussing it with my 380-pound free legal advisor at the cigar store today. Um, when two or more people go in to rob a store, let's say, and during the robbery it goes bad and the two perpetrators beat the uh, store attendant, and during that struggle, the store attendant grabs a gun, shoots and kills one of the perpetrators. Do you know who gets charged with murder? Ironically, it's not the store attendant. It is the other perpetrator. In the commission of a crime, the other perpetrator is liable for the murder. That didn't happen here. Otherwise, you could hypothetically charge every one of the people that were there to burn and create mayhem with the murder of the two scumbags and the uh, wounding of the other pedophile scum that had his bicep blown off. Or you could charge the, the leap kicker with the crime. But we had discussed yesterday, it was politicized. And they took Kyle Rittenhouse because Kyle Rittenhouse was the closest involved in the mayhem that they could attach to Donald Trump, to a Republican we heard even the president, and I don't hold him responsible after all, he's a dementia patient. He doesn't know what he's saying or if his shoes are wet or why his trousers are. What they wanted to do is label Rittenhouse as a white supremacist Trump supporter with a Trump hat on waving a Trump 2020 flag. That's what this case was about. So I personally thought for certain in a climate where 
Marxists are all around us in government, where communists are about to be in charge of our currency, where open and notorious fraud and lies are passed as infrastructure and uh, other spending bills that we lie about on a daily basis as we, as we really, the House passed another one that we're going to talk about in a minute. I thought for sure the fix was in in a Democrat state. That's what Wisconsin, unfortunately, has become. And uh, I am extremely happy and surprised that he was let off. And now the question is, how much longer are we going to wait for CNN and the other media outlets to try and incite violence, which is what they're trying to do now? And if that wasn't obvious to everyone, Lightfoot says we must respect the juror's decision after Kyle Rittenhouse's verdict. I am aware of the jury's verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. This is, uh, by the way, I don't have to change my voice to imitate Lori Lightfoot. She's always wanted to sound like a man. So let's just make her do it. This is Lori Lightfoot. Now picture me extremely ugly, seven, eight inches, maybe a foot shorter, with a vest on, although I wear mine much better than Lori Lightfoot wears hers. I am aware of the jury's verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, and under our constitutional system, we must respect the jury's decision. However, no one shall ever take the law into their own hands or attempt to make themselves judge, jury, and executioner. What Kyle Rittenhouse did was reckless, dangerous, and showed utter disregard for human life, <laughs> kind of like her entire, her entire legacy. Uh, my condolences go out to the family, friends, of the loved ones, of the pedophiles, felons, and scourge of the earth they're referring to as victims. I added a couple words in there. During this difficult time, let us also remember and pray for Jacob Blake and his family as he continues his journey to rehabilitation. Now, Jacob Blake, is that the pedophile that had his bicep blown off? The scumbag that blew the entire case? No, that's not him? All right. Oh, Jacob Blake is the kid that got shot that started the whole riot at the back times. You know, the good guy that, that raped the girl and forced himself on her sexually in front of her kids, then went out to the car to grab a knife and stab the policeman. The good guy. Oh, I ho- sure, I hope him. I wish him a speedy recovery so he can go on to rape again in the future. What a piece of garbage. Yeah, that's true. He is going to be slowed down. Um, Reverend Jackson also released a statement. Chilling. Calling it a miscarriage of justice. Reverend Jesse Jackson from the Church of Perpetual Tax Evasion. What the hell is good is he? How many uh, alimony payments and waitresses did he knock up that he didn't pay for the kids? He's the reverend. The good reverend, son of a dog that he is. And um, it reminds me how politicized simply right and wrong is. And I had said early on when we were discussing the case, here's what's on trial. Good versus evil. I had hoped for the best. I was prepared for the worst. But as you see the scum come out, the, the crooks, the frauds like Jesse Jackson and Lori Lightfoot, the Democrat failures and corrupt bastions of what is, the Marxist mafia calling itself the Democrat Party, as they are saddened that um, Rittenhouse not only wasn't killed, I think that's where their their real um, sadness came in, but that he isn't going to spend the rest of his life in jail. And as you know from our conversation yesterday, my, my disgust with it is I thought that Rittenhouse, with all the right intentions that I, I feel he had, should not have put himself in that situation because of how politicized, wrong, evil is in America today. Wrong and evil is politicized. It is that simple. And a mayor, a failed mayor of Chicago, which is a joke to the rest of the country, comes out and releases on her Facebook how she is saddened by the verdict. Jesse Jackson comes out and says, it is a miscarriage of justice. 
rather than recognizing what it is. And what it is is a, is a judicial system, unfortunately. The fact that he was tried in the first place, the problem was that he should have never been tried. This was clear from the, from the video that they released, the one that was fuzzy, that wasn't the, the right video. From what we knew about the case, it was obvious that this kid was under attack and has the right to defend himself. So the question now will be, are there going to be more riots in this case? Will, there be, will this be a catalyst for more riots? And I think, to a certain extent, I'm hoping that it will not be. I think that we have enough people on the ground. If I remember correctly, the, the uh, Orville Redenbacher, uh, the communist version, who is the governor of Wisconsin, has released the National Guard. There are supposedly 500 troops there. So right now, the only people I can see as starting a riot is um, CNN and MSNBC, CNBC, and the rest of the Pravda media that really wants the riot to happen. Hopefully, hopefully, the 20 or so overweight, misguided morons that are representing Antifa and BLM don't have the energy to riot. That's what I'm hoping, but we will see as time will tell. In the meantime, something else happened today that I thought was an indication of the kind of day we were going to have, and it turned out that post-op Pelosi was all excited this morning. Good morning, everyone, and a good morning it is. Today we have the honor of participating in passing legislation for the people to build back better, as I always say, with women, for the children. Uh, the, uh, the kids that, that, that don't get killed by the women that support the Marxist agenda. I'd like to add a little bit to what um, Nancy and the rest of these frauds are going to say. But the real Biden bill, per the Wall Street Journal, review and outlook, will cost at least $4.6 trillion. So we are going to go through this a little bit, but I want you to hear the spiel. This occasion would not have been possible without the vision of our great president, President Biden. Uh, he has said that the infrastructure bill was very, very important. By the, only, by, by the way, the only thing he did constructive since he's been president, I think he had a colonoscopy today, didn't he? I wonder if the doctor put the camera down his mouth or the other one. Either one is full of... And we agree. But it was not the sum total of his vision for how we do build. And building back better meant building back with many more people participating and with environmental justice, uh, with home health care. The list goes on and on. One thing I'm particularly excited about is that... Does Botox make you tired? Why does she sound like she's on a treadmill? Is it, is it the surgeries? What, what, why exactly is she out of breath like that? Medical leave, and uh, that is a fight that we are uh, have always been engaged in for a long time. Steny and I and Kyron, we were here when the time your medical leave passed, unfunded, and now we have it funded. So for these and other reasons, as Ms. not only isn't it funded, it won't be funded. The the numbers are 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 they would make the accountants at Enron blush, the way they get to this lie. It is an absolute and complete fraud. But that's okay because the Democrats that support her are the same morons that are going to go rally and burn streets. They're the same scourge and scum that rob uh, uh, Louis Vuitton. They're the same ones that shut down the city the whole time the mayor claims a moral superiority and can judge uh, judicial cases in Wisconsin. Mr. Hoyer said at the beginning of his remarks, we'll be telling our children and grandchildren that we were here this day. You were reminding me of St. Crispin's Day speech when you were saying that. Yeah, when you were there. They're all 150 years old. 
Your children and grandchildren. Your children are 50, you old hag. Children and grandchildren. Like all of a sudden you represent the future. No, what you represent, Speaker Dimwit, and what your cohorts represent are the criminals that will be labeled in the future as the political whores that destroyed America. That's all you're doing. You're bankrupting America. And to prove it, the other attractive Democrat, Janet Yellen, was around the corner saying we need to already increase the debt ceiling limit. You know the one that you just got half a trillion dollars for three weeks ago. You're already butted up against it. And here you are burning through more money. And Mr. Cl- Mr. Cl- uh, our distinguished whip, Mr. Clyburn, oh talked goodness. about the three legs of the stool, the res- re- rescue plan. Yeah, pack. you're on a three-legged stool, all right, dummy. This is going to be a real pickle, kids, because the bill, it's going it, it, it's to be propagandized. But the reality is, the way that they got to these numbers is their math sunsetted at 12 months. The bill will go in perpetuity. For instance, what's in this bill right now is $3,600 for kids under 7, $3,000 for kids over 7 till the time they're 18. The allowance, simply, that one little trickery, that little fraud, is a difference of $1.5 trillion. The ability that our, we allow these, these politicians to lie to us and to just come out on stage and completely fabricate, and then go before their kabuki theater in the Senate and in the House and spew their lies. Well, the reality is the damage that they've done this morning. Now, I, 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 I'm optimistic it cannot pass, and the Senate will beat it up and the rest of it. What they did with the infrastructure, we still haven't understood the changes in that law. And now within days, hours, we're on to another one. It is an onslaught of atrocity. The whole time CNN and MSNBC want you to talk about a trial in Wisconsin. It's crucially important we stay focused. Let's take a moment to celebrate young Kyle's freedom. And then let's get right back to spotting the lies, frauds, political whores, and pimps. 312-642-5600. Good song. I'll tell you, this David Axelrod on CNN, he looks like Jan Schakowsky on a motorcycle. Man, oh man, that's an ugly group of people, those Democrats. They really are. I'm interested in this call here. Edgar on the south side. Hi, Edgar. Hi, how are you? Wonderful. Uh, I was just uh, saying that uh, I'm experiencing what I think is reverse racism, even though I'm Latino, from my own family members. Like, their opinion is that this was a racist incident with Mr. Rittenhouse, and it wasn't. It was a self-defense issue. However, in the family, they're actually making it a racist situation and don't believe that justice was served based on their opinion that it was racism. So we were I was I was thinking about this today. How how could this possibly be a racist position? And I, and I you know, I've watched this happen. It seems to me that the media in particular, along with the Democrat agenda, has been to tie this to white supremacy and to a a race case when all the parties involved, aside from the from the guy who started it by kicking him in the head, everybody else was white. So does this mean Absolutely. that? Absolutely. I mean, would you not Absolutely. say then? I, I you know, I'm, I I have friends who That's are what not. That makes it so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's I have friends who are saying. not Caucasian. They they are not in Antifa. They do not support BLM, and they certainly were not rooting that this kid go to prison. It is. It seems to me 
they've also done that with with a lot of these bills, a lot of the the spending bills. It seems to me what the Democrat Party has successfully managed to do, in spite of its own history of racism, is encapsulate or or, or really capture people of, of different minorities and different races to pretend to represent them the whole time robbing them and abusing them, so much so that the mayor of Chicago, who has people get shot where the under-over is 50 a weekend, somehow positions herself as somebody of virtue to comment on a case where she is letting, her and her administration are letting criminals on the street, the drug dealing is through the roof, the crime is parabolic. It doesn't make any sense to me how this has happened. So tell me about your family. How did this... Who's taking what side here? Well, I usually poll my family to see where they stand on issues like this because sometimes I feel like I'm the odd one out, and usually I am. <laughs> but yeah. the, the thing is that I did the poll, and after this verdict came out, I'm surprised that they don't even really know what the trial was about. It's, it was a self-defense issue, not about why he was out there or about, uh, you know, uh, everything that transpired. It's about whether he had the right to defend himself. And I'm amazed that my family, who are usually very intelligent, come out kind of ridiculous in their opinion. That's well, what the problem Edgar, is. when right and wrong has become politicized and you can't come to an agreement in a case simple as this, I think it's a sign that uh, you're going to need a new family, so you stop over at my house on Thanksgiving. Thank you, Edgar. I appreciate the call very much. Uh, Teresa on the north side. Hey, Sean. Um, you know, I was shocked uh, that there was a verdict today because I really thought it would be a hung jury. I really did. I mean, it, they were taking so long, so many questions. I was shocked as and well. I thought, yeah, I was absolutely shocked, but I was so happy that they came to a verdict and uh, it all worked out. Um, but, like, I agree with the previous caller. It, you know, how does race get into this? This was all white. It, oh, it's I mean, refreshing. Yeah. I think the part that I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy on two fronts. First of all, he was an 18-year-old kid. That, and, yeah. and I didn't want to see this kid get thrown into the Democrat stronghold known as prison. I didn't want to see yeah. him waste away his life there, especially because I watched the video, and I myself have yeah. been in those circumstances. And had I had a gun, you damn right, I'd have killed everybody. Because when you're getting kicked in the head by numerous people, you are fighting for your life. And at that point, oh, yeah. everything is out of the window. And uh, right. you know, I'm 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 glad he got off, and uh, I'm I'm surprised. And it's a ray of hope. It really is a ray of hope. The good guy won for yeah. once. It's nice and refreshing. I mean, it's survival. You. you know, yes. you protect yourself and your family and those you love. I mean, it's, it's kind know. of the basis I mean, of law. You have the right to defend yourself. Tony Bolingbroke. How are you, Sean? Very good. How are you? All right. Here's the important thing everybody's got everybody's to understand. This is a huge victory. Number one, the Second Amendment won. Number two is, this is a color revolution. They say, oh, it's a racist thing. This is the guy that they have to make it so. They want people, good, honest people, concerned or worried the moment they have to defend themselves or their families with a firearm. When the mobs come down your street, you know, they want you to think it twice. Oh, can I shoot this guy? Oh, I don't know. No. Well, this case now proves. Listen. Yeah. It's not taking the law in your own hands. It's you have the right to defend yourself. Absolutely. These guys are banking on people on, on this on this vertical on the other way. So when it happens, which will happen again, believe me, they are going to come down your street just yeah. like they did last year. And they want you thinking twice. They don't want you 
say, well, you know, I, I, I agree. Defend myself. No, I, I agree. You backing down, and they want you, and they want you subversive. Tony, don't be mad. I got to go to break. I agree. And by the way, I'm going to play a clip when I get back. If you're on the line, stay there. I'll get to you. Um, about the football player that beat the hell out of his wife. And all I kept thinking about as I watched this video was I wish to God this young girl had a gun and would have killed that rotten son of a dog that beat the hell out of his own wife in front of his infant son. 312-642-5600. Fats Domino. By the way, today, you know what he would be? Skinny. Fat. Um, so here's the thing. We're going we're gonna to take some calls, but I, I wanted to cover this. I don't like steroid freaks. I never did. Used to work out when I was a kid, and then all of a sudden you'd see these guys. They couldn't bench press the 25-pound plates. They'd start hitting a cycle. Next thing you know, they're bench pressing a Buick. All puffed up, fake. And then they would act like morons. Former NFL running back Zach Stacy arrested. Charged with two felonies. After alleged abuse. Now, this is on video, boys and girls. Just go to your evil Google machine and type in Zach Stacy. I want you to hear something. This is just the sound of the video taken inside the house of, I don't think it's his wife, but it's they have a, a, a child together. I did it. Listen, things are way different now. Oh. That's him beating the hell out of her as she's begging. Now, as I watch this, I think of a couple things. First off, I sent it to my daughters and said, this is why you don't marry anybody that ever did a cycle of steroids. And you don't marry anybody with an IQ under 40. Right? These are things you tell kids right away. Then I thought to myself, if only she would have had a gun, or if I would have been in the room with a box cutter. This could have all been over with. But he'll go to trial, and he'll walk. After all, that's what happened to the three scum that Kyle Rittenhouse shot. All of them had abused their spouses. All of them were scum and felons and pedophiles. Even the one who's still alive with his bicep missing. So that's why I think this case is important, not for the Kyle Rittenhouses out there, but for the women who need to defend themselves against the scourge they often have spouses with. That's why I think it's important to have self-defense perspective. Mary in Barrington. Right on, Sean. Um, I just got my concealed carry. You have to go through you know, so many hours, obviously, of uh, training. And I think what isn't mentioned enough with Kyle Rittenhouse is the fact that this 17-year-old, he had unbelievable restraint. Oh, I, he only I, 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 shot the people who were attacking him. He didn't shoot anybody else. I said and this I while I was is, watching it with a friend of mine who had been in the military. And the, the, the guy, my friend said the exact same thing. I can't believe this kid didn't just open up. And, you know, yeah. we, were, we were talking between the break. I obviously wasn't in a riot. I was a, a punk kid. We got beat up in a parking lot. I thought there were only, you know, me and my two friends thought there were three other guys. There were 20. It didn't go well. And, uh, you know, that alone is hectic enough, let alone the circumstances that this kid uh, showed the restraint that, he, that you just talked about. And 
Furthermore, the best part about the whole trial was when the scourge and scum himself said he did not shoot me until I pointed my gun at him. That, to me, was the best. It couldn't have went yeah. better. So I agree, Mary. Thank you. And by the way, keep that gun close to you, and don't marry guys who are on steroids. All right? Doesn't it? More, hey, Sean, can I make one more quick comment? Absolutely. Okay, you know why they're talking about this being racist? It's not about the color of anybody's skin. It's about the group. If you're there to, to burn and loot and support Black Lives Matter, then you're not a racist. And if you disagree with Black Lives Matter, you are. And that's their agenda. It really has nothing to do with skin color. I agree with you, Mary. And after all, we have the words of the founders of Black Lives Matter themselves. The one now, by the way, is quite the real estate mogul. We actually do have an ideological frame. Um, Myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, We uh, are trained Marxists. So Antifa and BLM, this is the paramilitary wing of the Democrat mafia. That's how I view it. I'm silly that way. All right, come on. We're going to go to the phone lines just a little bit more, and I want to talk to my my accountant slash lawyer who dresses like Sam Spade from the 30s. Hi, Don Bloomingdale. How are you? Hey, Sean. How's it going? Uh, you know, this was a black man beating a white woman. You might, uh, I don't know if you noticed that or not, but you got to give the girl credit. She could take a hit. But anyway, the uh, I taught my daughter when she was young that a restraining order is just a piece of paper, and she's only five foot four. And my son taught black belt karate for the Marsh, for the Marine Corps for ten years, and he said. The equalizer is the gun. Absolutely. If you're five foot four, you're six foot six with that in your purse. Don, did you watch the video of this? Oh zip? gosh, yeah. It, it, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to tell you what I was. I was up half the night doing push-ups. I couldn't believe what I saw. And all yeah, I kept yeah. thinking about is, God, I wish she would have had a gun or a father like me, because I'd have that oh, rat right bastard there. duct taped to a chair in a garage <laughs> somewhere, shivering for his gonads. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Don. That's that's the most sickening part of all. And yet all you hear from the from the media that protects the scum from Antifa. All you're going to hear is uh, ex-football player charged with battery. Battery. I'll tell you what, that's beyond disgusting. Manny on the south side. Hello, Sean. Yes. How are you? Listen, uh, going back to the guy that uh, he talked about being Latino. Yeah. uh, The problem is that we only have two stations that. it's Universal and Telemundo, and they just, you know, they just liberal. They, they just give you the liberal point. Manny. Uh, another point that I had. Go ahead. I was going to ask you a question because I grew up in Monroe's Park, and some of the best people I knew were kids I went to school with who happened to be descendants of illegal aliens. I mean, that's just the way it was. However, all of these kids and their parents, all they really wanted, what I saw with my own eyes, was work. They wanted to work, and they wanted to buy restaurants, and they wanted to build up businesses. They were inherently more towards American principles and conservatism. And what you're saying is through the indoctrination of news outlets, that's flipped the Hispanic community in your opinion. Yes, there's only two. And the only the, the two that are there are Univision and Telemundo. And the, all they talk to, you know, the liberal garbage that we hear on the national They're both radio. owned by Comcast. And another talking point, um, I was, as soon as I heard of the, uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict today, um, I switched to a, uh, to a news radio in Chicago, and they had a college professor 
And the guy asked the goddess professor about the two cases in Texas and I mean, in, in Georgia or in Atlanta and, uh, and Kyle Rittenhouse. And I called him because I got really upset. The guy comes out saying that, uh, you know, the black people are getting shoot across the board and their people are not being accountable for it. Oh. And I called the station. <laughs> I called the station and I said, fix it. If you want credibility, fix it. Right. Because two people that Kyle Rittenhouse killed, they were both white. Exactly. Manny, and, um, just stop flipping the channel. Will you stop listening to them? You're gonna, you're gonna, I'm going to save your hair and I'm going to save your ulcer. You just listen to us here at AM560. <laughs> Manny, thanks for listening, brother. I appreciate it. But I wanted to talk a little bit about the bill. All right, so we had the infrastructure bill pass. The infrastructure bill, the ink isn't even dry on the thousands of pages nobody read who voted on it. And now we face the House, you know, drive it like you stole it, Nancy. Now they threw another bill that they're lying about the cost. It'll be $4.5 trillion. But more importantly, there are certain things in the infrastructure bill I think we need to talk about. So I brought in the man who dresses like a detective from the 30s, Sam Spade. His name is Leahy. That is I. What's the name of your company there? Open Tax Advocates. All right. So now I was shocked that most people do not know. In the infrastructure bill, infrastructure bill is a provision to turn people who may have invested in cyber currency into brokers, opening them up for audits if they have in excess of $10,000. And also, it's the reporting requirements, right? They have to report everything that goes through. And a lot of these, like if you're mining crypto, you don't know who you're dealing with. It's it's anonymous. So how are you going to uh, adhere to the bill? You can't. And so it's, it's always up to the – this way they make it so ambiguous because then they make it up to the regulators to make these rules. And the regulators, they're trying to regulate out crypto. Uh, in my opinion. Oh, of course. They don't like the competition because there's a reason exactly. it takes 65000 dirty dollars to buy one Bitcoin. And it isn't, oh, it's the tulip craze. No, it's that we have a bunch of dimwit politicians in panty, with panty liners printing up money at a whim, and they can't possibly keep up with it. They're devaluing our dollar as the exactly. Democrat mafia. And so people look at the crypto as a way out to exactly. secure their value of their, of their money because we see what's happening with inflation. So where do you go with it? You know, they, you know Bitcoin is kind of the gold uh, of the crypto gold because people are yeah. putting their money there for storage rather than trying to buy anything. So if I may be conspiratorial for just a minute, because I see what these rats are doing. In the infrastructure bill that passes, they have a, a law of ambiguity when it comes to yes. currencies, when it comes to bank accounts, right? For instance, they didn't take out the language of bank account auditing or bank account supervision by the IRS, did they? I haven't been able to confirm that. And if it's not in the infrastructure bill, I think it's in the Build, build Back Better bill. Well, this is what I want to tell you. So they, in the infrastructure bill, they definitely have it in with the cyber currency. And now this morning, Nancy and the Dimwit crew pass the Build Back Better, the BBB, or Bring Bolsheviks Back, whatever you prefer. <laughs> and in that bill, they also have a provision where IRS agents, the 80,000 plus, are back in that bill. 80 billion dollars to the IRS, 70% increase to the IRS. And what are they going to do with that? They're only going to go after rich people. That's just ridiculous because they've already told us that they're going to start at it. 
If you don't work for somebody else, if you don't get a W-2, these are the people that they're targeting. These are the people that they call cheaters and liars and, and tax cheats. Okay? And that's what's happening. And, and they're going to use that $80 billion to audit business people, small business people. If they were worried about people, one of the things in this bill, the, the new Build Back Better bill, we saw, we saw the salt, you know, the state yeah. and local taxes, right? That was geared towards wealthy people so they would have to pay more taxes and what happens when the democrats get they take it away from they they give you that back it's like i thought that we wanted to tax wealthy people all right now listen i gotta go to break because you know bunny's in there she's flipping out the eyes are big she's going crazy um can you stick with me through the break sure i want to talk a little bit more about the atrocities known as the democrat party (laughs) when we get back after this all right we're with Stephen Leahy. He's been telling me all kinds of stories about reverse spousal abuse, but he, I, something tells me he likes it. He's a little bit of a freak. And um, I wanted to bring him in because there's three ways I think people are, are misunderstand how the economy really goes around. It isn't government. No, 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 no. They don't have any money. The only way they get money is by extorting you or printing up fake money. That's it. They monetize debt. So the way you make money, they have to figure out how to take it from you. And should you fight to keep it, you know what that makes you? A tax cheat. Exactly. As opposed to Nancy Pelosi and her scumbag husband. So if you make money and you earn it and you work for a company, through what I think is unconstitutional, they have tax withholding. Agreed. So they grab your money daily or weekly, whatever the case is. But if you are a small businessman, your your money is different. You're making your money through both capital investment and through some, through passive income in some cases, depending on how you structure it. The problem the government has is it doesn't like when you get to keep your money. So it now has come up with very deceiving—I mean, mischievous or, or deceitful ways in which to take away your property rights over your money. And I think this is to backdoor nationalize small business and to disincentivize capital. Well, I don't think they're going to nationalize small business. They're going to eliminate it. Right? That, that's really the goal. And if you look what happened during the covid What's go- who who profited? Small business people went out of business. Over forty five percent have not come back. Yeah, and, and who's and who prospered? Big business is still making more money than ever before. So I mean, so but of course they could. That's where they get their money from the big corporations, and they and that's why they keep t- telling you that the small business person they're the tax cheats, they're the liars, they're the ones we have to uh, violate their Fourth Amendment rights, and we have to and uh, and investigate them with no probable cause. And that's what this bank statement stuff is. That's what all of this stuff See, is. Because before, an audit would work as if my numbers don't match. Now I have an audit. But now, if they're monitoring bank movement and you've lowered the, 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 the line of suspicion, technically, everybody is going to be constantly under audit. I exactly and you're and and it's up to you to prove where that money goes and that's what people don't understand they say well this is already taxable so if you're not on it you're cheating and this is the same thing with these cash apps that we talk about you know now there's a new agreement on that that passed in the American Rescue Plan that nobody knew about until after it was passed and and that's a big one I I know we don't have time to talk about that but but that that's another thing and again what they're doing is they're I liken it to Lori Lightfoot going to the six miles an hour over right it it's illegal to go six miles an hour over, but it's ridiculous to, to hold people to that. And, and people get angry. It's like, well, what are you talking about? Well, you know what I laugh at? Pritzker's grandfather. Abe Pritzker 
would be in Sing Sing under any of the rules <laughs> that his portly necklace grandson supports yes. and that entire ilk. Because Penny Pritzker is still, she's so far up in this uh, in this Biden administration. They saw her on his colonoscopy today or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> and, and colonoscopy. <laughs> anyway, the point is, this this is it's it's for us, not them. And these people who inhabit our government, who make money through all kinds of different nefarious and and skullduggerous ways, they will not see an audit. In fact, what this is is to put the IRS onto the Republican Party, onto exactly. the Trump supporter. Exactly. This has nothing to do with taxes or law. This is now weaponized IRS. Exactly, and it's the same thing with the with the mandate, right? Who are they going after? They're going after Trump people who don't want the vaccine, who who, who object to this. It's all political, and it's the same thing here. Who small business people tend to be Republicans, and so that's who they're going after. Just simple. And the and the rich ones, the oligarchs, are. Democrats who can technically not, they don't have to make money. Just stop making money. The other answer is just stop making money and you're not subject to this. Exactly. Boy, oh boy, does socialism's expensive. Oh. All right, listen, and thank you just, for joining just started. me. Come on, I'll let you plug your place. Stephen Leahy. Open tax advocates, give me a call, 312-664-6649. Cryptocurrency, taxes, things I help. All right, that's your pay. Thank get you, the sir. hell out of here. Okay. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. You know, you almost have to admire the Marxist mafia. They have been successful in their indictment of strangers. So that if someone doesn't agree with any of their positions, you can indict them as white supremacist, as homophobe, as racist, as whatever it is. This needs to stop and it needs to be changed and we need to articulate our positions on many, many levels. And when I say we... I'm not part of any radical group, aside from the one that starts with an A, America. I believe in principles of Americanism. In fact, I prove time and time again I'm the real liberal. I don't want to force anybody to do anything. I have no biases. And that kind of cuts both ways. When you're trying to force an agenda down the throat of parents and adults, it's one thing. But when you try to do it to kids, it's entirely another problem. We have Terry Newsom on the line. He's a father of two twins. Um, that attend a Downers Grove high school, and he went to a school board meeting in order to stop the promotion of a book called Gender Queer, a memoir by Maya Kobabi. Is that how you say her name? Um, I wanted to bring him on to discuss it. Hi, Terry. How are you? Hey, Sean. How are you? Thank you. Good. Thank you for joining me. And um, first of all, as a father, I feel your pain. I think every parent out there does. I also want to start off by saying I have no, like you, I probably, I, I'm assuming you don't, I have no agenda or bias against anybody's sexual proclivities. It's never bothered me. I have relatives and people I love who um, are not heterosexual. It's never once bothered me or, or prevented me from thinking. Um, I can't say that that's the norm when you talk about education in this arena. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you've experienced? Yeah, so so I agree, you know, completely with you. Even when I spoke to the board, I pointed it out. I pointed it out ahead of time. 
This has nothing to do with being gay or coming out or sexuality at all. I have boy-girl twins. It has to do with material that's unnecessary to helping uh, children cope with their sexuality, no matter what it is, gay or whatever. You know, there was a book that I, I brought with me to the, to the board meeting at the time I knew I was gay. And when I, you know, I was going through different books, just like all of us see in the schools, right? Mm-hmm. And I got that book expecting it was going to be like genderqueer, just based on the, the titling and stuff. And it wasn't. There was no you know, graphic pornography or uh, pictures in there. It was helping you know child come out, you know, cope with coming out. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. I said that over and over again. It's this pornographic uh, uh, images that you, you guys saw. Some of these reporters <laughs> I spoke to, they didn't even see you know what I sent you. When they see it, like their producers are like, "Oh my god, that's in the in the school." I'm like, "Yeah." I, so we got people criticizing this that don't even know what they're they're criticizing. I have to say, um, when I saw it, and I, I'm not I'm no uh, I'm no I'm no religious figure. When I saw it, I couldn't believe it, Terry. I couldn't believe that this is something you're giving 14 year old kids, and something yeah. you're introducing them to without having the intellectual conversation beforehand and i'm wondering what was the reception by the school board to your um your your objection to this sure i i have uh, you know unfortunately it seems strong like a lot of a lot of the people really fighting in the trenches are mothers now right it's time for fathers to stand up and stand with their wives and mothers fighting against this so it's been a lot of moms and they've been sending emails as well as me you got the honors grove north and south you've got tank field who's the uh, superintendent it's kind of, they all have the exact same, like, typical liberal media talking points. Um, they first said that this falls under inclusivity. This book falls under their guidance inclusivity. It's a comic sketchbook. Oh. It, uh, is only, it's only a couple images of thousands. Um, it's not required reading. It's only in the library. None of that has any relevance to, um, to pornography. Inclusivity doesn't equal pornography, at least as far as I understand the definition, right? Inclusivity um, and trying to embrace others that are different from you and stuff. That doesn't mean we have to swallow this graphic. Uh, that's kind of funny, huh? Uh, yeah, double entendre images. included. Yeah, let's now, now there are certain words now, Terry, and, you know, we are on the FCC, so if ever you want to use any kind of expression, just use Durbin so that everyone knows what you're okay. talking about. Okay? Yeah, right. All right. I, yeah, no, I, I, All right. I'll keep my Southwest side uh, vocabulary. All right, very good. Um, so now when you're at this board meeting, you're speaking mm-hmm. to the board. What is their reaction yeah. to you? Well, I, you know, so the way it worked, I got there early at 5 because WGN wanted to do an interview. So I was like one of the first people there. Mm-hmm. They let you in at 6.15. You, got, you know, you go in for one of the first three people there. You've got to sign your name, fill out a form. They go through the list, you know, from order of what you sign in, right? Yeah. Oddly enough, I was maybe like two or three. And then Hank Thiel, the lovely uh, superintendent, First of all, he reduced our time from three minutes to two minutes. <laughs> then he put me at the end. Oh, and then he did a nice like diatribe before we all spoke about what he's hearing that some of the parents want to voice their concerns about. And then they made me like number fourteen. We didn't even think they were going to get to me because they they you know con- constrained the amount of time that you have. So, Ironically, he probably gave oh, you a platform, the fascist pig that he is. But go ahead. Yeah. So yeah. So um, they had a lot of young students, uh, kids. Uh, Obviously, um, you know, liberal children or liberal parents that were over there saying that, you know, it's you know, book burning and, it's, you know, this is for us. Yeah, that's and, why. Do know. me a favor, Terry. Just do me a favor personally. 
I hate that we allow these communists and Marxists to use the word liberal. I'm the liberal, you're the liberal. These are fascists, so please, let's refer to them properly by what they are. Fascistic I, uh, scum is I, fine, can too. Can I call them scumbags? You could do that. That's one of my favorites. You know okay, that. we're good, then. Go All right, let's go. Let's keep going. What do you want me to add? So, I mean, the point is, um, aside from the parents... And then they're, they're, it's unfortunate because their children probably just wanted to make their 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 fascistic parents proud. The kids chime in. Yeah. Are there third party yeah. members here from an from a a, a a nefarious organization that are also there? Yes. Yeah. So there there was lots of uh, talk going around about the Proud Boys being there. Um, really, mostly coming from Hank Thiel and and. You know, they had extra police there. They had actually, I don't know if I sent you the image, they had riot gear there. And then Antifa was posting ahead of time, you know, about the homophobic parents and stuff. And then they said that the racist, homophobic, uh, uh, proud boys are going to be there. Let's go and show up in force. They were posting all this stuff on Twitter. Um, once, you know, then they had my image up there. Some uh, another father was up there. Have his, you know, it's all over Twitter. And, and, um, Matter of fact, the only there was no violence, right, mm-hmm. on any any side. The only only close to violence was that one, the other father who spoke um, very passionately received a threat that he had to file with the Downers Grove Police Department. Um, but there was no there was there was no no violence on either side. We know for sure that Antifa was there because they have pictures they took from right inside the auditorium and posted them on their accounts. Terry, you know what bothers me about this? I had somebody in my life who I loved dearly. He was an older relative who was homosexual. And this would have driven him crazy. I know other people who are homosexual that do not abide by the idea that you're teaching kids, which is clearly a cartoon image of some very pornographic, vile things that they are giving 14-year-olds and that they have now used this this agenda um, to kind of indict strangers and then confiscate people who may have a proclivity but don't support this fascistic agenda of Marxism you're seeing overtake the school. So my answer to you is this, Terry, or my question to you, I should say. I know what I would do, and I know what I did with my kids. Uh, What is your reaction going to be? Because although you see that they can control the meeting, the idea that you pay for everything in that fracking school, as every taxpayer does, and this moron can even limit your speech, let alone give you some sort of an agenda like you're taking tickets, bothers me in the first place. Are you going to continue to partake in this indoctrination system, or do you have alt- alternatives you're exploring? I'm gonna, uh, honestly, you know, I'm going to be more aggressive. Um, you know, I, I grew up a totally Democratic Union family, right? My 83-year-old mother is a Republican now. My 83-year-old father is a Republican now. I learned, you know, I was in two unions, and I, I told these people in, in DuPage County, all due respect, you're kind of like soft. you got to fight back the way they are. You know, some of these parents over here, there was another group called Wake Up 99, was Republicans, and they said they, they felt I was too aggressive or, you know, too vulgar, like with the mask, when we're like masks, I wore a T-shirt that said something, your mask. You know? Yeah, I was like, we gotta, Durbin, your we mask, gotta, yeah. Yeah, we got to give them the same level of disrespect they give you. I, you know, going in front of these boards, we're not going to change. We got to displace them. We got to get rid of them. You know, all the other meetings, they're dismissive to them. They kick them out. You know, they sigh. They interrupt. You're not supposed to interrupt. The president of the board, her name's Krupa, I think. She, you know, openly attacked another father on Facebook as the president. Then she took it down. Somebody says something. 
you know, it's not supposed to be a two-way conversation where you ask them a question unless they want to ask you a question and try to get their point across and interrupt our side. And we got to fight back and say we're done with this. They work for us. Are your kids facing any kind of um, aftermath to this? Because, you know, I'm, I, I say this as a parent. Yeah. Kids can be vicious. And rumors start yeah. to go in the Internet. Next yeah. thing you know, you've got some Marxist kid going after your kid because this stuff trickles. Yeah, well, you know what? If, um, when we at the meeting, we had, you know, you know, like kids from our side usually don't go. There was a bunch of boys, like freshmen, sophomore. You know, I had those signs, you know, no porn signs. They're like, sir, can you give them to me? There's like 20 of them. And then I found out afterwards that there was the girls' basketball team that had a gay child that was on the team wanted to get in there and they wouldn't let him in there. You know? Yeah. So I mean, I, I hate that. I, I hate that about this modern day fourth Reich. I really do. I hate that they assume that everybody shares their beliefs, even though they're using them as useful pigeons and useful shields and useful yeah. idiots. There are numerous yeah. gay people. I can't think of a decent person. I don't care what his sexual proclivities are that would want to show this porn to children. It is outrageous and it is disgusting. So I thank you for fighting it. But I'm going to tell you this, in my opinion, Terry. It's an unfortunate circumstance. But while time goes on, they're still going to inundate our kids with this stuff. You know, yep. once again, I'm one yep. of those guys. You know how you, they're making 28000 18000 25000 per kid in that school. To me, you want to harm them? Go start your own school with the parents that feel like you. I'm dead serious. I'd rip my kid out of that institution just so they would stop receiving money for the headcount. But I'm stubborn. Yeah. You, know, you know what you needed to keep doing, Sean? I think you're great at it. Is that parents on our side, we're in a war. You know, we're in this situation because we didn't stand up. We didn't pay attention. It kind of, like, gradually yeah. happened since I was in high school. Yeah. And, and we're at war for the future of our children. Yeah. So people are worried about their jobs and, so, you, know, you know, getting I, docs or attack. You know, everyone should be worried about it. Everyone has something to lose. But, you know what, I can't go and uh, go to my grave not knowing that I tried to do something to help my, my children. Am I going to make a difference? Probably not. But I oh, no, sure you made a difference. Try. You made a difference already, Terry. And my thing is you could do both. To me, I just want to stop the mind abuse of children by removing yeah. them from the incidents and, and still keep up the fight. I think you can do two things at the same time. But more importantly, I don't want to see your twins uh, have repercussions. And what I'm concerned yeah. no, with I, I is you're dealing with vicious roaches on the other yeah. side. I know. I, I tell my twins, if someone looks at you cross-eyed, you text me, I'll be, in, I'll be there. You listen in Hank Field, I'll be there in a second. So if any of them... From the school, look at my kids cross-eyed. They're going to have to deal with me. Well, and, Terry, uh, I like you a lot. You come by the cigar store once in a while, once, will you? Okay, I will. All right, Thank Terry you. Newsom, father of twins, right. putting up the good fight. I appreciate you doing it. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. I have to tell you, um, we know it's bad what's going on in school. I remember when COVID the first restrictions started. I said at that time, the only silver lining is that you'll be able to get your kids out of the indoctrination camps. To me, that was the only silver lining of the ridiculous reaction to the Fauci-invested virus. I thought that parents, it would change schooling. I was right. Um, But when you see that this is still going on day in and day out, and I think it's you owe it to your children so that they can watch you put a fight up against the fascism, against the fraud, against the lies, against the misdirection place. But I also think at the same time, it's time that we harm them where they really don't want to be hurt, and that's the, the, their, their purse, 
their money. See, the system is set up on such ridiculousness. Regardless of, of what they're teaching, they're paid in excess in the city of Chicago of $28,000 per head. In the suburbs, I have to believe it's not much less. So to me, two kids, you take away $56,000, that would be my first move. Then go fight. That's just me, David and Lansing. Hi, David. Dinner. Are you there? Uh, you begin now. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, this isn't your first um, merry-go-round. You call every damn day. I say your name, you start talking. What's so hard? <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, your last interview, you know, the theme was to go on the offensive. And I think people on the right are afraid to do that. You did. You began the interview by saying, you know, Biden was calling Rittenhouse a white supremacist. That is totally inappropriate. It is appropriate what you do. We pick out things that... Biden is doing in, in people in power on the left, the leftist Marxists, we pick, it's easy to find things that they're doing wrong. We pick it out, and we point it out, and we keep repeating it. For example, Biden's on video inappropriately touching like 20 different girls. That's but always bothered me. That. Isn't that weird? Is it just weird? The sniffing, the yeah. kissing, the, it's just weird. I, I, yeah. I tell you, this whole Democrat Party creeps me out. Thank you, David. They really do. They really do. I have a story in here about CPS schools how they were working um, together to turn kids sexual. i got to find it somewhere. Hold on. Here it is. Teachers, staff, sexually abused and groomed students at Chicago schools in a colossal failure, school CEO says. Twelve employees and a volunteer at a school in Chicago, Logan Square neighborhood, had inappropriate relationships with students. All Democrats, all Marxists, all in charge of your kids for eight hours a day. You owe it to your kids to protect them from these kind of scum, which is what they are. It's too risky to turn your kids over to a public school system when you know how it works in any public system. The clout and the scum have the, get the jobs. That's how this works. Not good teachers. Good teachers have to be afraid that they're not targeted by their mafia union. They have to be afraid that they're not outed because they want to teach American principles, which is now controversial. It's not the same world as it was when we were kids. These aren't teachers of good character. These are loathsome scumbags who happen to be overweight. Abusing your kids and indoctrinating them to Marxism. 312-642-5600. I'm stuck in Folsom prison and time keeps dragging on. Nice pick, huh, JT? We got a young kid just starting out. This poor son of a gun has no idea. 50% of his income will go to fund these Marxist bastards. But let's have fun. Go to pick a music, this JT. Mark in Downers Grove, you have to be kidding me. Hi, Mark. Sean, how are you? I think I'm about to be even more aggravated than I was before I took your call. I'm not. Um, So two years ago, my kid at Downers North told me that the teachers were wearing T-shirts that read, Hate speech is not free speech. So I just thought I'd add that in. Mark, do you realize how stupid that is? In fact, it's the definition of free speech. This is a country that, who gets to deem what hate is? So I'll tell you what I mean by this. Right. I think that an ideology that's responsible for 170 million deaths worldwide, and I'm being kind when I talk about Marxism and communism and socialism, I think that any ideology and anybody that would spew that is hate speech. 
which means the entire Democrat Party and 85% of the Republican Party spew hate speech, as I deem it. So who is the arbiter of hate speech? Is it a fascistic union teacher who can't fit their derriere in a regular seat? Is that who gets to, to be the arbiter? It's infuriating and disgusting, and I didn't hang up on you. I'm sorry if somebody else did, or we just lost the call. It's outrageous. This is what teachers are telling kids. See, this is what I've always said. You know why you fight against tyranny? So you show the generation behind you how important liberty is. It's that simple. Instead, you've got a bunch of fat-ass union hacks, teachers, telling your kid how to be a loyal slave to a fascistic government. When I was a kid, teachers wanted you to think. So they would give you information and they would say, do you believe it? Do you think that's the only side of the story? And then they would give you more information. Then they would give you that until you said, wait a minute, I, I, I want to make sure that that's the way it happened. Because when I was a kid, what was understood is history and the lessons therein are often written by liars. See, that's what it really is. You have to learn how to search for the knowledge, how to think. The schools don't want to teach your kids that. If they did, there'd be no such thing as green energy. Oh, no, that's a lie and a scam. Just as much as there is government health care, universal health care. What's that? Ask a Cuban how it really looks when government's in charge of uh, health care. And I don't mean a Mayorkas Cuban. I mean one that wanted to seek freedom so much he jumped on a tire to swim 90 miles. Ask a Soviet citizen how great it works. When Soviets are in charge of the currency, like the one that Biden's going to put in. See, ask them. And then we talk to these teachers who drive Lexus, who, right? They got a retirement pension that's worth $44 million. They go sit on their derriere when they're 50. And they cash in for being loyal propagandists. Hate speech isn't free speech. That's exactly what it is. See, uh, King George thought the idea of liberty and a, a, a country that was based on a republic by the citizens, that was hate speech to King George. Kind of like uh, freedom is hate speech to the fascist and diapers we have now and his ilk and his dimwits. Greg, Lake Geneva. Hey, Sean, how you doing, bud? Very good. How are you? you? Know, I was asking the, the young lady who answered the phone. Uh, sometime back, I, made a, I accepted a soccer bet with you. And after I hung up, like, why did I do that? I, you, you know, you lost. And uh, I'm supposed to come on down and buy a, a big box cigar from you. All right, well, come on down. However, okay. yeah. I still work for a living, you know? So, I mean, I know you're in town this week. Are you there tomorrow? I am. Stop by. Oh, you are? Absolutely. Come on by. Because I'll take money. And the fact that you work hard for it just makes me want to take it more. See, I, you, most people think I'd have sympathy. No, I don't. You bet it. You lost it. I put it in the pocket. See how that works? Hey, yep. All right, Greg. I'll see you tomorrow, kid. Thank you. Later, man. All right. Sherry and Aurora. Hey there, Sean. How are you? Very good. How are you, Sherry? I'm doing awesome. So I heard my friend Terry Newsom on the radio. I was like, hey, I know him. And I thought he forgot to mention something. And to your effect, you were leading on to say, hey, why didn't you open a school, Terry? Or what are you doing about it? So this is what I've been doing through the course of the summer. And I've earmarked 10 locations of uh, mask optional schools. There's a 16-year model that we are duplicating and replicating and uh, opening in different parts of Illinois. We're hoping to get several more uh, acquired in the next uh, year. 
But I'm actually getting ready to go to the open house of one of them, and I was wondering if you could do a plug for me, especially this evening, so it's very short notice for most people. Um, but well, you do the plug, um, because if it turns out to be some some uh, university that's discredited, I don't want to be at that. No, I'm kidding. You go ahead and do the plug. It's, well, that won't happen, and I'll tell you why, because it is, it's non-accredited schools that we're opening. Yeah. And believe it or not, that works. And it's the model that's been open for 16 years is pre-K through high school. And our high schoolers actually earn scholarships for academics, sports and music, and even volunteering in the community, uh, just like traditional students would. And, uh, in fact, the, the headmaster of the school is Pastor Randy Bland. I'm giving him a shout-out because he's awesome. And uh, his daughter went through his school. And uh, she is in a, a medical program right now, she, you know, so that's Sherry, proof in the pudding there. Was, I've yeah. told this story on radio before, and I don't know if you heard it. What, what, what changed my eyes to the idea of homeschooling mm-hmm. was that years Ooh. and years ago, I was involved with calling radio stations, and there were people out there that liked it. So I was, I'm talking 10 years ago, maybe more. Nice. And my sure. kids were little at the time. And I went, and, and this, this wonderful woman contacted me, and she asked me if I wanted to be a judge in a school debate um, regarding the Electoral College. And I said, she said it would be kids that were from fourth grade all the way through high school. I said, sure, I'll go. So it was all the way in Lockport. I went, and I walked in, and the other people that were there, there were actual um, lawyers, there were doctors, there were men of letters that were also judges. And I said, you know, I still didn't know what it was. I went up there, and it was a homeschool event because in the homeschooling network, they have events, and they communicate nationwide. They go on trips together, all of it. And I sat there, and I watched these kids, and and the first kid that came out couldn't have been nine years. I think he was about nine, nine years old, maybe ten. He had his little suit on, and he (laughs) he articulated the concept of the Electoral College far better than any sitting Democrat <laughs> senator, and I'm not even kidding you, or congressperson. I this kid it. had the knowledge, awesome. and I said to myself, boy, oh, boy, and then I looked down, and it was a, a homeschooling-sponsored event, and I watched these kids, and I say this with sending two kids to very good private schools, kids who had never been anything but incentivized to learn. They had no conceptions of bullying. They were not intimidated about their characteristics. They were excited about the knowledge and all of those things that other kids will often bully kids for. Oh, you're too loud or you're too obnoxious, whatever the case is. They didn't have that because they were not exposed to it. And it was at that moment, I I had a wonderful day. And on my way home, I was thinking to myself, we're doing this exactly the opposite. We're turning kids over who do not have the confidence in themselves to be put into that Lord of the Flies scenario that our school system is. And that is why you're taking kids that would be leaders and you're teaching them how to be followers. We should never right. introduce kids to other kids and to, to strangers to intimidate or impress upon them wrong ideas until they have the knowledge and the confidence in themselves to know right from wrong. I don't think kids should be turned over to schooling systems until they're 18 years old. I think parents <laughs> and small groups should educate kids. Right. What do you think of that? I, well, that's what a lot of homeschoolers do. Yeah. Um, there's a huge organization out there. It's a legal organization that oversees and does support for homeschooling. It's phenomenal. It's HSLDA. And um, they they support everything you just said. And, and they might even be the sponsors of the activity that you went to. Yeah. How cool is that? But well, you sure. know, and so these schools are very similar to that. They are a little bit more structured, 
but they definitely have that baseline of the individual child and the whole development of yeah. the child and just a safe environment. Thank um, you. You know, yeah. So the one that is going on tonight that is a an open house, it's one of the first locations that's going to open after first uh, semester, yeah, at the beginning of second All right, semester. I'll let you plug it. Give us the name. Thank you, sir. It is called Families of Faith Christian Academy North. It is located at 301 Normantown Road. That is in Romeoville, 604. It's 7 to 9 p.m. tonight, but you can always go to graceassociation.com. I'm sorry, my apologies, graceassociation.org to check out more on these schools. I love it. Did a better commercial than I do. Thank you for calling the show. I appreciate it. Think about if we've been doing it all wrong. We've been indoctrinating kids into socialism and Marxism and communism and collectivism. It really would explain why so many are chanting for fascism in a country that was steeped in liberty, wouldn't it? We've been doing it all wrong. It's time to correct it. 312-642-5600. CDC authorizes COVID vaccine booster for all adults. Right here with your booster and your phony experiment. It's okay if we do that on YouTube, right? The National Melrose Park right here sign. They know what it means. It's the Durbin. Right? It's, you know what I mean. You get it. Rat bastards. Lying, thieving rats. Joe in Munster, Indiana. Yeah, you know, uh, the second uh, multi-trillion dollar bill they want to pass includes uh, uh, pre-K and child care. You know, on the face of it, that sounds good, but I see it as just another opportunity for them to indoctrinate kids at a younger age. And That's don't forget to pay it. off the strongest, most corrupt oh, yeah. organization on the planet, the teachers' union. I love how yep. you get a bunch of people who have their kids turned over to the system, and we know from Chicago with the sex scandals and everything else, not to mention you're graduating morons, and a way in which they fail the public, and the answer is we're going to take your kids earlier, and don't worry, it's going to not cost you anything. The entire organization of our public school systems should be hit with a libel suit, let alone you're thanking me. For, for washing it in some socialist utopia where you're paying twenty three or 28000 a head to the school union? It's sickening to me. Thank you, Joe, for the call. Yeah. I'm glad you see the fraud. Also, how come nobody wants to talk about the fact you were just excited about passing the infrastructure bill, and already you've got a lie? You've got a lie about what this bill's going to actually cost us, you rats? I think it is stop saying that the Build Back Better plan does not increase the deficits one single cent. We now know that that is not true. Uh, it is true. And I would note the several economists and experts out there. I would. You paid them to lie. They have contracts with the government, and you're not a redhead either. I'll tell you, it's very simple math. It's trickery. It's Enron schemes. We've got it. The Wall Street Journal, Wharton School of Business, anybody that can read. You're tricking only your constituents who are stupid enough to believe your hair's red, and it's going to be better for them. Moron, scumbag, liar. I'm sorry, I had to get that out. No, I think you're probably talking about the CBO score. Which Joe Biden himself in 2010 called the gold standard for Democrats and Republicans. Well, Peter, since we're all here to... When has the CBO been right? I mean, when has the CBO been right ever? I remember when they graded, what do they call it? The Affordable Care Act, which isn't affordable, doesn't care, and it's an act of nonsense, also known as Obamacare. I remember when that happened. And I also remember how they said it was going to be cheaper. 
It was going to be great. We're 11 years later, 400% increase, 50% less doctors, less hospitals, and it sucks. I'm so sick and tired of it. I really am. Communicate with the public about accurate information. What I would just note is that one of the components that experts, Democrats and Republicans, including former heads of the CBO, have pointed to is that IRS, uh, IRS enforcement is not something that there's a lot of experience in the CBO uh, scoring. Isn't this great? They're basically telling you we're going to offset any cost by stealing money. I mean, I know we're supposed to think that the government is virtuous, but the way that they get their money is by taking it from good people who make their money honestly. After all, how'd they get the money? The government's the only one that gets to take it using an army of enforcement agents, but they're there to help you. After all, the country is of, by, and for the people. You still believe that nonsense? They still scored it, but is undervalued by the assessment of many economists and experts, uh, including people who have been critical of us in the past, who estimate, including former tre- Treasury secretaries of both parties, who estimate there will be significant savings, significantly higher than what is estimated currently. Man, how much better was the quality of your life just 20 months ago? Just last month. By the way, this is the theme of the Biden feudalism. Every month that goes by, you're going to lose a little bit more money and a little bit more freedom. All right, I'll be back. Take the rest of your calls after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. All right, all right. It's the last hour of the show. And we did get a threat. What was his name? Javier Rodriguez, right? And he called me a uh, a racist, right? But he didn't spell racist right. Here's how you spell it, stupid. R-A-C-I-S-T, Javier, dummy. And he said he was going to find me. He's going to look for me. 114 West Park Avenue, Elmhurst Cigar House. I get there at 1030 tomorrow. I hope you find me, Javier. I really do. I'm shivering. And bring your friends. I love it. Because some tells me I'll run through you like soup. 312 642 5,600. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Hi, Jim. How you doing, my friend? You're on fire today. Oh, thank you. How are you? But anyways, um, I have a little six-year-old daughter, six and a half. Uh, she'll be seven in March. And, and now, wait I a minute. I nice... happen to know you, Jim. Uh, how, yes, old, how old are you, Jim? I'm like Trump having a kid when I'm 60. Nice. That should work out. There hey, by go. the time the kid needs $50, you're not going to be here to give it to her. So go ahead. Well, we'll see what happens, but uh, better than abortions. Anyways, uh, she's a wonderful girl. And uh, anyways, I found a nice family. She's homeschooling. We're homeschooling her there. Good for you. And also, people need to form political pressure to form to be able to have vouchers. So people can take their tax money that's being stolen from them and use it as they want as they want to for their own discretion. Now, Jim, have you, have, your your ideology of freedom and American principles, have you been called a racist by any chance by people who do not know you? Uh, when I call Urban Talk Radio, yes. Okay, now can I ask a question? Um, your daughter, what is uh, the race of your daughter? 
Well, uh, some according to some people, because her mother's from Guatemala, she'd be half. Uh, Latino. Latinx? There's all kinds of words for it. See, that's like the idiot, Javier, who would call me a racist without ever knowing that I've probably made out with more minority women than Javier has. In fact, I'd be willing to bet a strong sum of money on that. Uh, And they call you all of these names without knowing you because Javier, the moron who can't spell racist, obviously educated at CPS, and his ilk of Democrat morons don't have the thought process to understand what's really hurting minorities are the philosophies of the American Marxist mafia. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Those public schools are cesspools. Yes, but they do teach guys how to hate. They just don't teach them how to hate with the correct spelling. Thank you very much, Jim. I appreciate it. Morons. Morons. But that's what they are. That's what the Democrats in total, and I mean this, wretched, low-life morons. They can't get enough abuse, and they celebrate even more of it. So to hear these idiots celebrate, What is clearly the destruction of the future of the American in total, of all races, of all creeds, of all religion. This so-called BBB, bring Bolsheviks back, will destroy not only the value of the dollar, the quality of your life. You're already seeing it, but you're not convinced yet. So let's all wait around while you idiots who put in this 80-year-old moron who can't get out of a room without a lit exit sign and an assistant Let's see how it all works out for you in, let's say, the next month. Virtually every part of the experience is going to cost you more this year than it did last year as we head into the Thanksgiving week. From the cost of getting there, you just heard from Geo, those 48 million people who are going to hit the roads. Well, they are going to be paying more when they fill up those tanks. Its national average right now is $3.41. That is up more than a dollar from a year ago when prices were $2.12 on average. The Farm Bureau. You know what I love about when oil and gas and when it all goes up because of their stupid policies and they turn to their stupid solutions of electronic vehicle how many morons first of all how many democrats can afford the electric hummer that starts at one hundred eight thousand seven hundred dollars you think that javier is going to go buy a hummer at one hundred eight thousand? i don't think so how many of them know that that electric vehicle is actually made out of plastic Ooh, what's plastic uh it's oil Stupid. What else does it make? Oh, lithium batteries. Hmm. Where do they get that stuff? Something tells me they have to do a lot more damage than, say, tapping a well for it. It's just uh, great. Estimates that the cost of what's on your table is up 14% from a year ago for a table of 10 from that turkey, which is up 24% in cost. The average $23.99 for a Thanksgiving turkey. The rolls up 15% from a year ago. The cranberries up 11%. And even the pumpkin pie mix is up 7% from a year ago. I don't like any of that stuff. You like that stuff? This is the best part about being half Italian. We seem to get lasagna for Thanksgiving. I love that. Uh, My mother-in-law makes this Italian rice, also delicious. I'm sure it's up, though, because everything else is. This is what happens when you uh, put people who don't know what they're doing in charge. And uh, to listen to these people sell it, it reminds me of how great things were going to be when uh, the government was going to issue some more revenue generators, and fixes for the for society as they implemented things like red camera laws. Now, I know you didn't think I could segue from inflation to red camera, but I can because they're both put in by the same kind of people. Democrat, mafia, political whores and pimps who, aside from 
distracting and not telling the truth to their constituents also get bribed on the back end. Hugh Crestwood's mayor is planning to plead guilty to a red light camera bribery scheme. Today, Louis Presta's attorney asked the judge to cancel the mayor's upcoming trial ahead of a potential plea. The 69-year-old is accused of accepting a $5,000 bribe. For- now, you know what I love about this? It only took $5,000 for this fat, cockeyed son of a gun. Did you see him? He's got one eye going north, the other one going south. I don't know who the hell he's looking at. But it only took $5,000 to get the mayor... To steer an illegal contract, which, by the way, I believe the red light cameras are completely illegal, into a uh, his own neighborhood where the people put him. So for $5,000, this cheap political whore rigged the system. And by the way, what's going to happen to the, to the uh, uh, red light camera company that bribed him? Absolutely nothing. From a company called SafeSpeed in exchange for expanding its services in the city. The charges are part of a wide-ranging federal investigation into that red light camera company. How do you give somebody a ticket that you only have a camera picture of? How many times is that person not in the vehicle that gets the ticket? The car gets the ticket. The owner gets the ticket. I, especially like in Chicago... When I, the one, they will get a percentage that will be staggering of how many carjacked victims then get red light camera and speeding tickets. And all you got to do is buy some cockeyed Democrat politician for five grand to get a contract. It kind of makes you want to start a red light camera company. I know it does me. Tim Johnsburg. Hi, Sean. Hi, Tim. I was wondering, uh, where are these people going to get all the extra electricity to feed all the uh Outlets are going to be plugging these electric cars into. Don't they have to? Tim, they're they're, they're magic holes. The Democrats think those are magic holes, and they just plug things into the magic holes, and then they get powered up. That's how you have to start thinking like Democrats. After all, they spell racist with two S's. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) All right, so thank you very much, Tim. It's not a very thought-out process. But in the meantime, what they do understand is like the red light cameras, they can hold stock options in it. Ooh. They can have an interest in growth. Ooh. Then they get bribed to put the contract in. Then once the contract goes in, the value of the company goes up. And everybody makes money, except for the Democrat citizens who are involved in their education system and spell racist with two S's. Stupid son of a... 312-642-5600. Do you know on um, the pre-born, yesterday we talked about it at the end of the segment, the end of the show, they raised half of what they had to raise. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that. But first, we're going to uh, take some of the calls. And I think I'm going to like this call because it's common sense. Brian, Cal City. Yeah, Sean, I like your show. I love the way you explain yourself. You're great to listen to. Oh, thank you. And North Face comes from oil. Everything they, they make comes from oil products. So what are they going to do when oil companies stop making oil? Brian, do you know how I got this job? is because years ago I was listening to two guys talk about the oil market. Those two guys were Bruce Wolf and Dan Proft, and I called in. And it was at that time, it was the, when, when Barack Obama was the president, and we had the other spike in oil prices, the other same kind of policies that destroy the quality of your life. And I, I, I started off by saying oil is everything you see, touch, wear, and use. Oil is below your feet. It is above your head. Every single thing has one common denominator. And that is oil when you trace it back to the origins of creation. It is the lifeblood of of our society. And the idea that we allow these political morons to make things harder for us 
shows you we are committing suicide versus victims of happenstance. Brian, thank you for listening. Thank you for the call. Randy Elkhorn. Hi, Randy. Randy, are you there? Hey, shop. Yeah, buddy. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be making fun of people with, you know, the visual impairment. No, no, you're right about that. I, I, I think it's it's not a visual impairment, though. He's just looking for his next bribe. His eyes are busy. Yeah, but I think he was probably looking. He thought he was looking at 50000 you know, instead of five. You know? <laughs> it explains how you could buy a mayor so cheap. Randy, it all makes sense to me. I want to thank you for straightening me out. Michael, Melrose Park. Yeah, uh, the reason for my call was uh, what was to add on to what you were talking about with the issue with the red light cameras. Um, recently, um, I've been involved with that. Uh, I, you know, I've gotten a few tickets over at the, the intersection of Lake and Mannheim. Oh, that one's got to make and, uh, millions, millions. Uh, right. It's and uh, uh, anyways, I, I was able to get the IT from ABC News to, to do an investigation on this. Really, they did an interview with me, and right now, uh, in the work is a, is a class action lawsuit against the village of Stone Park. Good for you, and Michael. The, well, the belief is that the, most of these towns have not been obeying the law. A lot of people don't know uh, that back in two thousand nine, uh, the law was uh, for these uh, for red for making a turn on on right a right. Uh, yeah, after you stop, them. you make a turn on right. Yeah. Right. What they, they what they did, they amended the law so that uh, you could cross the, the, the stop line or the, the crosswalk, uh, then make your stop. And as long as you made the full stop, you were within the law. But these villages still issued the ticket based on the old yeah. law that oh. was un- – and um, so anyways um, – Will you keep us posted, Michael? I want to know as you, as you win. Do you mind calling in and keep us posted on your suit? Because I'm very curious. I think it is completely outrageous that they are taxing vehicles and that we are trusting people in charge of the camera, the least trustworthy people among us. So please keep me posted. But I want to ask you one question. Did you meet Chuck Gowdy? No. All right. I did you know I, I, Mr. Mr. Knowles. Because I do believe uh, he has hips like an Amish woman, and I want to see if he's as bell-bottomed as I think he is. And I wish to God he would have done something about the Madigan Mafia or the Ed Burke calamity crime wave instead of uh, letting that happen and reporting on flowers being late for Valentine's Day. That that one report is why I have a little bit of a problem with the Gaudi and the rest of them. But hopefully they'll do the right thing with you. And please keep us posted, Michael. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Uh, let's go to Jared in his car. Hey, great show tonight. Thank you, brother. Uh, I have to tell you, those electric cars yeah. need uh, lithium batteries. Uh-huh. And one of the batteries, in case of plastic, the country with the most deposits of lithium. Wait, should we do a drum roll? Is, go ahead. Wait for it. Afghanistan. And who owns the rights to their minerals? Afghanistan? Well, right now, probably China. Exactly. China bought them for $3 billion, which in the grand scheme of things seems like a hell of an investment. And they bought them the day after the Biden assist. Oh, boy. You know, it kind of makes sense, though, why the Bank of China gave his crackhead son and John Kerry's stepson $1.5 billion. That was another investment that'll pay massive dividends. You got to like it. Thank you, Jarrett. Well read on that subject. Julia, Chicago. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Can you hear me all right? I could hear you beautiful. I wanted to comment about 
the magic hole that uh, apparently we're going to plug in our ginormous golf carts into. Yes. I thought this was some kind of uh, electric bill or some kind of uh, government uh, law passage. Can you please either refresh my memory now or in the future? About, um, I, I really so, believe that there was. Did you, some, you, here's there. something that nobody talks about. Thank you. Uh, in the city of Chicago, when you would pull into a parking garage and you would see the electric car vehicles that were parked closer to the door than the handicap, and they would have the plug in and it would say, Oh, plug your car in. You don't think that was actually like, Oh, complimentary. Those garages were given massive, massive credits, either tax abatements or outright payoffs from the government to allow people to plug in. So it has been completely subsidized from day one. Now, what's nice about the green movement, here's the only thing that's somewhat refreshing. Those scams, that agenda of subsidized charity to companies that sell their vehicles for in excess of $100,000, it will phase out as they implement this. And all of these gullible, let's say gullible, Let's not say everyone who buys a car, an electric car, is nefarious eco-Nazi. Gullible Marxist wannabes who think they're getting away with something for nothing. In all of this funny money and these infrastructure bills and the rest of it that build all of this electric way stations, that sunsets. And very, very soon, you people who thought you were getting away with something for nothing, getting your tax payoffs and your welfare, you're going to start paying more than it is to fill up a tank of gas to fill up your EV, which is extra vicious. Robert Bloomingdale. Sean, how you doing? Splendid. How are you? I'm getting very angry at this. Where, where the heck does Congress get the nerve to start just taxing and spending, passing crazy bills just to get more money? I hope Biden and Pelosi have a nice money tree out there. That we, I like to have that money tree put it in our yard. What do you think? Robert, I think that if people knew how much corruption was in this, how many how stock many? positions and options they've already exercised, I think people would be apoplectic. But they don't know that because they have these professional pimps and whores, political, these professional swindlers, telling lies that they've managed to perfect. Nobody represents that more than Congressman Clyborne. This bill back, better bill is a third leg of a three-legged stool. It's a three-legged dog. The American Rescue Plan, uh-huh. signed by President Biden last March, uh-huh. and the Bipartisan Infrastructure Bill, signed by President Biden last Monday. Bipartisan because of scum, like Adam Kinzinger, who are leaving but want a nice sack of Joia, a nice bribery in their pack from all of the corporatist, corrupt companies that are going to get this infrastructure money. Then they give a little little package, a little sprinkle of the infield. These three bills provide the wherewithal to fix our roads and bridges, repair our rails, deepen our harbors, and provide... You know, can I say something? Rail sucks. And with all this COVID, what am I going to ride a train like it was 1927? Oh, I hope I get there soon. Let me look at my watch. I'll be there in four days. I'd rather drive. I could go for some barbecue. You know what I mean? I stop off myself a little dance here and there. You got to enjoy yourself when you're taking a road trip. You think I want to be on one of those COVID super spreader incubators called an Amtrak? I don't want to be on that. Do you? Craig, Mount Greenwood. 
Hey, Sean, uh, thank you for taking my call. These nut jobs, you know how hard these uh, coal-fired power plants have to, uh, all fossil fuel have to run to take and put the power in them damn outlets that they're plugging their cars in. In California, where they got a bunch of them, they had a, uh, have a you know, uh, they had to respect it. Like, they couldn't all be up their cars at the same time. When they, they try to sh- have all, this many people that they want to have charging up vehicles, and, everything, and then they're at the same time getting rid of fossil fuel, what are they going to charge it with? You yeah. need fossil fuel to... Yeah, no, Craig, they're magic holes. They're magic holes. And by the way, those fires, they're not started from the electric companies that are overworked because of the electric vehicles. No, those fires are, are, are spontaneous combustion. Come on, Craig. You're in Mount Greenwood. Is there any riots? No, no riots. Everything. There's too many. There's too many policemen uh, here living around in here. They're, they're, they're right. not going to come here. You know what we're going to do too? We're going to stop calling them riots. It's just going to be called a Democrat shopping spree. Thank you so much, Craig in Mount Greenwood. We'll be back, and then it's going to be Friday Features with me, and I got a good one. I got a good one. You got a good one? Movie, documentary, after this. Let's all go to the live. Let's go to the movie. It's time for Friday Features with Sean. And now, on with the show. All right, so I um, I stayed away from a lot of the Showtime movies because I think Showtime is a hack organization. I really do. I think they suck. And they um, are clearly pro-Democrat, pro-Marxist, pro-fascist. However, I was uh, logging on because of the new Dexter. I used to love the old Dexter. So I was on the new Dexter. I thought it was okay. I don't know what is going to happen. His kid's going to be a part of it. No, I don't know. But they had this thing on it. It was called Trumped. And I did not, I, I did not watch it. And what it is is it was an expose of, of uh, 2016, and it shows the election year. And it shows, when you're watching it, it shows just how, I don't what's the proper word? Not infiltrated, but just how corrupted our media actually is. And what it shows is the love fest between the Hillary Clinton, the Duchess of Chaffington, the propagandists, and all the rest of it, how they were working hand-in-glove with all of these so-called reporters and these legacy hacks on these shows that half of them are now gone in various scandals. And in their cozying up, and they, it was supposed to show like how the Republican Party is broken. What it really showed is how our political system is broken. And it was great to watch, if for nothing else, it obviously has the proper conclusion at the end where the proper election results. And Trump wins. I, I enjoyed it. It's called Trumped. And then for a uh, documentary, I'm still going to go with, if you haven't seen it, I don't think I talked about it, but the um, documentary on Prime called Stalin Trotsky. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I think it's absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend you watch it. And it'll show you the different nuances between the uh, half of the Republican Party and then the full Stalin Democrat Party. I found that to be interesting. Now you give me yours. Edward and Dyer. I have uh, Paul Newman and The Hustler, Fast Eddie Felson, and Jackie Gleason as Minnesota Fats. I grew up with uh, uh, my father had was a pool player in the Marine Corps in 1959, and he became friendly with Willie Moscone. I've seen that movie 6,000 times, and I'll tell you what, I'm willing to watch it every time I can. It's a phenomenal movie. I absolutely love it. Thank you, Edward. 
Couldn't agree more. I have one more. What do you got? One quick one. Young Steve McQueen in The Great Escape. Oh. He did all of his own stunts. In fact, that is a phenomenal movie on top of it. I'll tell you, I like them. Two old movies, Edward, and if you want to smile over the weekend, I say you watch it. Thank you very much, Edward. I appreciate it. Dave and Wheaton. Hey, Sean. Uh, feeling good about uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, yeah. Excellent outcome. Um, and good show. Uh, the movie I'm recommending is from 72. It's Brother, Son, Sister Moon by Zeffirelli. He did Romeo and Juliet back around the same time. Who's in this? Um, I, I want to say I saw it, but I can't remember. You know, I have so it, many... It's an old one, Sean. It, it's, it's about St. Francis of Assisi. Okay. And and he, he was like a wealthy kid, went to the Crusades. His dad was like a Ralph Lauren kind of a guy um, mm-hmm. with the fabric industry. And he, Anyway, good film. Um, the other one I would recommend, there's a documentary called The, the Pleasure of Finding Things Out. And it's about Richard Feynman, who was who was a a real genius, not like kids that could use a computer when they were little. Yeah. Um, you know, and they all think that's a genius. But yeah. no, this guy was 26, and he was working in the Manhattan Project. Love it. Um, and he, but not only that, he is a musician. He's an author. He is just a phenomenal mind and and, and entertaining. Love it, love it. So, All right, well, listen, you know I appreciate your picks. You have some good ones. Did you have of nanotechnology, too, in the 50s. He came I, up with nanotechnology, miniature machines in the body. I, I don't think people recognize how many of those guys who worked on that still still reside in the Chicagoland area. You know, there were a tremendous yeah. amount of them that actually lived in River Forest and Oak Park, and <laughs> it's really an interesting group of guys and all brilliant. brilliant. Thank you, Dave. Brilliant. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. John in Lincolnwood. Oh, Sean, great, great, great show. Listen, uh, I know you uh, like Westerns. I just watched um, Old Henry. Have you heard of this one? No, and I'm embarrassed that I haven't. Tell me who's in it and give me the year. Um, The year is, I believe, last year. I did not. I'm sorry, 2021. It it was this year. Uh, It's Tim Blake Nelson and um, Stefan Dorff. I you do love that? a good Western. I I have not seen this. I'm embarrassed, and uh, I You've do got, not. All I'm right. telling you, this was so good. It's on the level of Unforgiven. I'm oh, you, that's it. a bold statement, John. Bold statement. But all right, I'm going to take your recommendation. How about a documentary? You have a good one. Uh, yeah. If you watch uh, Magnus, uh, it's a chess documentary about a kid of genius. It's amazing. Really? Did you happen to see yeah, the movie absolutely. Our Kind of Traitor? I did not. Take that. Check out that one. I kind of, I know I, not, I, I gave my limit, but I'm giving you another one. Thank you, John. I appreciate the call. Nick in Kenosha, very controversial. Kenosha, you still watching movies up there? Yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm trying to find a different way home. I live about a mile away from the courthouse. So, so. tell me what you see. Is it chaos? Is there is there Democrat uh, shopping going on? I, well, I, well I've, I passed it on a I passed it on the last few days uh, on the way home from work, and there's a lot of there's a lot of media there i don't see a whole lot of protesters i've heard someone got body slammed i heard there was a brick through a door uh, a cop car but all right um well you'll be I, safe I up there go, i was able to i was able to get home for the last few days i'm not i'm not going near there tonight so. good news good news all right what do you got for me now <laughs> when you go watch a movie and try okay, to so, you know, I, I always, stay away I from the windows the nerdy uh ones there um cloak and dagger 
Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. Have yeah, it's um, so a kid's playing a video game and then suddenly finds himself in the video game. It's about espionage, spy and espionage, and uh, it's pretty cool. All right, very good. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Uh, Wait, uh, yeah, give you, me a documentary. Episode of this. Oh, I do have a documentary. All right, um, a gamer's life. I saw a gamer's life. Oh, did you? Okay. I thought it was very good. I like that one. Yeah, it, right. shows, it shows you we're not all fat losers. I know, and you know, I'm rooting for you guys. <laughs> After all, you found you found a hobby that really doesn't hurt anybody. The only problem I have, I didn't realize you're a gamer. I'm worried about when kids should be introduced to it because you and I both know this could end tragically with kids throwing their lives away because they're obsessed and living in a world they can never really get to while ruining the one they're in. So what do you think? I don't think anybody should play a game before they're 25. I I disagree with that. Um, When I have talked about my kids, I don't know if you knew about this, but back in the, the early Nintendo days, games were incredibly difficult. I mean, really, really hard. So uh, my child will not get a modern game or a really cool game until they play through, like, those old hard games. Oh, you I got refuse. a little strategy. Do you know, I remember, yeah. I'm, I'm old so. enough, I remember when Asteroids and all that stuff came out, and it used to yeah. be at a place I, across from my house called the Igloo in Melrose Park, and we would go there and mm-hmm. we would play that, and I remember thinking to myself, God, I just burned up like an hour, and I was, I was worried I was going to ruin my life, so I kind of stayed away from it. But all right, Nick, I like that you have a method what? to the madness. Yeah, really quick, though, did you watch that Simpsons episode I suggested last, last week? I did not. I was getting on a plane. Forgive me. Uh, but right. I will. I'm home now. I don't go back to Florida till after Thanksgiving, so I got a few days, and I will definitely review it. After all, it reminded you of me. I remember, and I'm going to watch it. All right? I think he hung up on me. He's probably mad at me. I understand. Eduardo Medway, you hung up. Don't hang up. I wanted to see which one. I was going to ask which one it was again. Eduardo, how are you? Hey, Sean. How's it going? Yeah. Good, buddy. So my pick is uh, going to be uh, picking up from the uh, helicopter series last week. Uh, besides Blue Thunder, there's Airwolf with J. Michael Vincent and Ernest Bornine. In the 80s. I'll tell you, that Ernest Borgnine was a hell of a guy, wasn't he? Ugliest son of a gun. <laughs> the most successful. He looked like a Democrat woman. I'm kidding. But he looked like a, a Democrat woman in power in Chicago. There, I'm not kidding. Um, it's an amazing yeah. career he had. And everything he it was is, in, yeah. I loved him in everything he was in. Didn't you? Yeah, McHale's Navy. Um, oh, um Dirty Dozen, remember that? Sure. He also won the Oscar. Yeah. You knew that, right? Yeah. He, he yeah. won the Oscar for, I think it's called Stanley, if I'm not mistaken. It's been a long time. But, yeah, all right. What about a documentary? Uh, well, something, this might be pretty close. Um, J. Michael Vincent was also in this uh, Winds of War. I did TV not see that. Robert Bincham. All right. Yeah. Oh, Check I'm a big Robert Bincham Very very patriotic World War II, so. All right, I need that. Hey, by the way, it was nice meeting you at the Freedom Summit. Take care of yourself. Yes, I'll be here. Okay, have a good I'll weekend. be back with you uh, and all of your calls right after this. He's now, listen, I am not complaining about this, but after I gave out the uh, store's name and address, I had a review given by a Democrat scum of my cigar store. He'd never been there. He said anyone with a moral compass wouldn't go here, and I thought about the pre-born issue. You see, a moral compass, we're arguing with people so evil, so corrupted mentally, they advocate for the murder of babies in the womb. This, to me, is the greatest evil 
on earth, bar none. So we did a little spot for preborn yesterday. They raised half of what they had. We only have $1,500 to go. If you can give anything, I'm going to ask you to give it. Because 8 out of 10 young girls who have been lied to by the Marxist mafia to kill their kids, once they see an ultrasound, they don't go through with it. Because it's at that moment they understand the evil that they're about to do by killing that baby. So this is uh, crucially important. They have a goal, and they're $1,500 shy. For $28, they can show that ultrasound to somebody. They're trying to buy machines. This is a wonderful organization. I highly recommend you support that. You can call 833-850-2229, 833-850-BABY, or go to 560theanswer.com slash preborn to give your donation. We can hit that goal tonight. All right, that's important. Now, let's get on and not leave you hanging. Lee and Hammond. Hey, Sean. Hey, uh, if you like Westerns, uh, one of the greatest Westerns actually included just about every character actor that was ever in a Western is Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid with Chris Christopherson. They, I mean, you name them, they were in it. Jackie Lynn, L.Q. Jones, Katie Huardo, Slim Pickens. Oh, Slim it, Pickens. It, you had me at Slim Pickens. They had, a, they had a great scene in that movie where Katie Huardo was getting ready to go to a shootout She's got a double-barreled shotgun, and she's pulling shotgun shells out of her bosom. Oh, right there. Good enough for me. Thank you, Lee. Anytime you could pull shotgun shells out of your bosom, I'm in. Thank you, Lee and Hammond. Larry in, uh, hold on one second. Larry in Bartlett. Hey, good uh, good evening, Sean. Uh, I was going to say something else, but you mentioned Ernie Bergnine. The biggest thing I can remember is McHale's Navy with Jocelyn and Tim Conway. God, I love that show. It was so great. Yeah, I did, too. documentary i would recommend to you it's fairly new it's called queen of the horses it's a uh is this the one about the mafia guy they're the hitman for horses no no this is a documentary of the mayor of dixon who stole 56 million dollars from the city over an 18-year period and lived an incredibly lavish expensive lifestyle and nobody nobody figured it out and then uh, one day some little lowly yeah. clerk said what the hell is this kind of a reaction yeah. and she's out and now they, and she still has uh, the uh, 1400 dollars eyeglasses on i saw her during the thing thank you very much i appreciate it larry okay sir all right thank you is that it what happened to the duke of jade i hang up on him or he hang up all right we had uh another one but here's the here's the important thing if we do nothing this show our perspective is under assault there's no question about it and we are going to face three and a half years of a Biden administration. But that doesn't mean we have to lose on every front. We didn't lose in the Rittenhouse case. Let's not lose with preborn and the babies. And let's not lose with the schooling with our kids. This is what we have to fight for, the future. The Marxist mafia doesn't have a future. It only has lies. It tells the present. Ours is the vision of the future. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Watch a movie. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.